before we start this thing, I need you to know something. I have been trying to grow my Instagram for years. I remember the first time I heard about Instagram. It was from one of my high school best friends. Shout out to Alex if you're listening. She's probably not, but I love her anyway. If you scroll all the way back, you'll still be able to find some of my old photos from those days. Dark, contrasty filters and tacky frames placed over images of half-eaten sushi and point-of-view shots of my shoes next to my viola case. Yes, I was a band geek, and yeah, I don't actually really like sushi. Needless to say, Instagram was very different back then. I didn't care at all about my followers. In fact, I tried really hard to keep people from knowing what my username was because I only wanted my closest friends and people who I felt like wouldn't judge me to see my profile. This was pretty much my approach up until 2015 when Instagram started to take a turn away from strictly dog photos and selfies into a platform where people actually followed people that they didn't know. People that they just simply followed because they liked their content. This was also around the time when I started to care more about developing my entire online presence and not just my YouTube channel. It's crazy how much things can change, right? I would try to post on the right day at the right time to optimize my likes. I would use third-party analytics software to determine the best time to post. Remember, this was before Instagram was even owned by Facebook and before there was an algorithm at all. Through all of those years of posting and creating and optimizing, it wasn't until December of 2018 that I hit 1,000 followers. I remember that moment so clearly because it was such a big deal to me. Like I was looking forward to it for weeks as I inched closer a follower at a time. I could not have been more excited about it. And that's the point where I started off 2019, the year when everything really changed for me. The reason I tell you this is not just so you realize how old I am or how long I've been trying at this whole internet thing, but so that you see that when I say I grew from 1K to 5K and then on to 6K fast, I really mean it. Like it felt super fast to me. Considering it took me years just to hit a thousand, scaling then to over 6,000 followers in less than a year's time felt like lightning speed. I also want to share this with you because I think it's a perspective that many of you probably need. Not to call y'all out, but I think you're probably a little bit impatient with your growth. Trust me, I know this because I am too. Sometimes I check my follower count day to day and see it wavering up and down by a dozen followers or so, and I get down on myself. But you know what? I need to snap out of that because it is so short-sighted. I get questions all the time from people who say they've tried my methods, but it's still not working. So I ask them, well, how long have you been using these strategies? And they'll say, a week. And I am just blown away because y'all... That is not enough time. True changes and growth in business are measured in years, not weeks. Even if all we see in the news and on social media is about the crazy successes who blew up overnight, look, that's not us. Let's just accept that. We are regular people who are trying to build regular businesses. We are not going to gain 2.5 million subscribers after posting one video. That is like a one in a billion life chance and just accept that ain't us. We're going to do it the long and slow and honestly more satisfying way. These things take time and so will your Instagram growth. All of this is to say if you can grow from 1k to 5k followers in the span of a year, uh, that's amazing. That's really great progress. Know that it just keeps getting faster the further you go. 
and getting frustrated and quitting will not make it any faster. In fact, it will stop your growth, obviously. And so today, as it is every day, my message is this. Stay patient, implement the strategies, and just keep going. You will get there eventually. Keep on listening to learn exactly how I made that growth happen and how you can use those strategies too. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and owner of my own creative content agency. My team and I edit podcasts, produce YouTube channels, plan Instagram feeds, and more for online creators and entrepreneurs. On this show, I'm going to be spilling my best secrets about making it as a creator online. And because I believe in community over competition, this Creator Club is open to anyone. I can't wait for us to learn together, so keep on listening. So how exactly did this accelerated growth happen for me? That's what you came for, and girl, I'm going to tell you. Here's the thing about Instagram growth that I don't really hear people talking about very much. It doesn't have to come from the Explore page alone. Yeah, we know about hashtags, we know about engagement, but what about people who click on that Instagram.com slash Katie Steckley link? In the show notes, if you're curious. That's a whole new source of people that Instagram would love for you to bring onto their platform. And so, if you haven't figured it out already, today I'm going to show you how I used external traffic sources to grow my Instagram from 1,000 to over 6,000 followers in under a year, and how you can use these strategies to grow your audience too. Number one, external traffic source. The first free, and really fun honestly, resource that you can use is Pinterest. Pinterest is an amazing tool for generating traffic to any destination that is advantageous for you. You've probably heard people using Pinterest to drive traffic to their blogs. That is like a classic strategy. By now, it's tried and true, and almost everyone in the online space has heard about that one. But what I'm honestly surprised about is that so many people don't take the exact same strategy and apply it in other places. You can use the same principles, creating a Pinterest-optimized graphic, with a keyword-rich description, and then simply make the link to your Instagram profile or a specific Instagram post instead of, say, a blog post. That's really it. It's a very straightforward idea, but the fun part is there are so many creative ways you can play with the strategy to make it even more effective. Imagine this. You've got an Instagram profile full of value-packed mini blog posts, and if you don't, you should learn about how to craft posts that are really worth sharing again and again, which don't stress about that because I've got you covered. If you want a completely free week-long training on creating the perfect Instagram post that you can share again and again, full of value that your followers are going to love, then you should go to katiesteckley.com slash the perfect post and sign up now to receive it. The content in that course is foundational to making great Instagram content that is going to keep your current followers happy and give new people a reason to follow you. So go sign up for that. Like I said, totally free week-long email course. You're going to love it. Okay, back to Pinterest. So you've got some super value-packed posts. Now is the time to create some Pinterest graphics to go with them, just the same way that you would have done for your blog posts back in 2014. 
I would recommend using an online platform like Canva if you've never designed graphics before. That site is a super great resource for exactly this kind of thing. Personally, I use Photoshop to create all of my own graphics, but it's definitely not necessary if you're not at that stage yet. When you're ready to make the graphic, here's a quick top three tips to making your Pinterest images super clickable. One, make sure it's vertical. You want it to take up as much space on the smart feed as possible. So think about making it nine by 16. So that's the same aspect ratio as your phone screen or four by five, the same aspect ratio as a sheet of paper. Both of these work really well and they are vertically oriented. So they'll take up lots of room. Number two, find an eye-catching image for the background. I love to use stock photo websites like Unsplash or Pexels. These are both totally free sites that have a variety of beautiful images for almost any topic you can think of. However, this is Instagram after all. So if you're super proud of the image that you posted on IG that you'll ultimately be linking to, then you can use that one as your background image as well or a cropped version of it if it's not quite the right size. Just as a tip though, I've actually found over the years that images without someone's face in them tend to actually do better on Pinterest, which is like the opposite of Instagram. For whatever reason, if the image feels a bit more like it could be anyone or for anyone, people seem to be more likely to click on them because it seems like generally applicable to all rather than about a specific person, which seems to do better on Pinterest. So keep that in mind when you're selecting your photo. Number three, add some enticing text that teases what your post is about. Framing it as a how-to or figuring out exactly what people will walk away from the post with and describing that in the title will be super helpful. People on Pinterest are searching for results and outcomes. Make sure you describe that in your text to give people a reason to click. Now that you have your awesomely optimized Pinterest graphic, it's time to post it with a killer caption. And with any other search-based platform, SEO or search engine optimization is super important on Pinterest. Like you've probably heard it said before, Pinterest is not social media, it's a search engine. So make sure you optimize for that. That means that you want to have a keyword rich description. When you're writing it, don't just use the same caption that you posted on Instagram. That would kind of defeat the purpose of getting people to click to go to your profile. Instead, Think about what people might be searching for on Pinterest and try to use those phrases in your caption. A great way to find out what people might be searching for is simply using the Pinterest search bar. The awesome thing about it is that it's just like Google. It fills in searches for you based on the most popular searches associated with the words you've entered. So it's basically telling you what people are searching for. For real, Pinterest is doing your market research for you and that is pretty sweet. So let's say you're sharing some fitness tips maybe on your Instagram post that you wanna share on Pinterest. Head to the search bar and enter fitness tips and see what auto populates. Then try to use those keywords in your caption if they're relevant to what you're sharing about. That way you'll have a better chance of capturing the audience that is searching for the kind of content that you're making. Once you've written a great SEO friendly caption and you're happy with your image, it's time to attach that link and hit publish. If you don't know how to find the link to your post, here's a quick crash course on how to do it. Go to Instagram, go to Instagram.com slash your username and an internet browser on your computer. Scroll until you find the post that you want to share and click on it. Once it opens, select the new URL that will have popped up in the box at the top of your browser. Copy and paste that into the URL box in the Pinterest post that you're making. 
easy peasy, you're done. Now you can repeat this method on basically any Instagram post and it will open up your content to an entirely new audience. And if the people that find your posts like them, they will probably click that follow button so they can see more content from you in the future. We'll dive back into the tips in just a second, but first I wanted to tell you about the sponsor for today's episode. Today's episode of the Creator Club podcast is sponsored by Tailwind. Tailwind is an Instagram and Pinterest scheduling tool that has become completely essential to my marketing plan for my business. Personally, I use Tailwind to schedule and loop my pins on Pinterest. It's amazing because it allows me to post on autopilot. I can spend an hour or less a month planning and scheduling my Pinterest content, which creates a steady funnel of new traffic from Pinterest to my website, my YouTube channel, and my Instagram. Tailwind will even schedule the content for you with Smart Loop. I created a loop with all of my best evergreen content, including YouTube tutorials and blog posts, and Smart Loop makes sure that this content gets pinned to group boards in my niche consistently throughout the month, and I don't even have to think about it. Tailwind helped me grow my Pinterest reach from 5K viewers a month to over 50K viewers a month in just a few months' time. If you want to see real results from Pinterest and skyrocket the growth of your other content platforms, then go to katiesteckley.com slash tailwind to sign up. You can even try it for free, though in my experience, paying for it is entirely worth it. That's katiesteckley.com slash tailwind, T-A-I-L-W-I-N-D. P.S. This is an affiliate link, so if you sign up through my exclusive link, you'll not only be getting an awesome social media service, but you'll be supporting the Creator Club podcast. So go to katiesteckley.com slash tailwind to start your Pinterest growth journey today. The second external source and place that you can use to drive traffic to your Instagram is actually a completely offline strategy, and that is through networking. If you're a creative or an entrepreneur of any kind, then you most likely attend events or are in situations where you are networking, at least every once in a while. I know, it's kind of a dreaded activity, and trust me, I also feel super awkward and hate approaching strangers to talk about business, but it is a necessary and important part of life, and sometimes we just have to do it. Something that I have taken to doing, instead of handing out these archaic pieces of paper that people call business cards, is I tell people my Instagram handle. Look, here's the deal. It is the 21st century. We all have mini computers riding around in our pockets with more computing power than the Apollo missions had combined. Why on earth do we need to keep physical pieces of paper in our wallets to remember people? So, on a practical level, I'd much rather add somebody on Instagram. Here's my pro tip if you're trying to keep a collection of people that you want to reach out to instead of trying to organize their cards, just follow them on Instagram. Go to a recent post of theirs that has their face on it and click the save button and add that photo to a collection that you've created and made for this purpose. Maybe call it contacts or something. There you go. There is no need for business cards anymore, people. But let's get back to the real subject at hand because this episode is not titled Why I Hate Business Cards, (laughs) but instead it's about how to drive traffic from other sources to your Instagram. So let's get back on topic. One of those sources can be real life, like for instance, at networking events. And let's be clear, the reason I'm referencing networking opportunities isn't because it's the only place you can tell people to follow you. You can do that anytime. I'm not going to stop you. However, this is the perfect time to tell new people your Instagram handle because you're in a context where exchanging contact information is expected, so it's pretty easy to do it here. In general, sending your professional contacts to your Instagram is a great opportunity to get potential clients or customers to learn more about your brand and what you offer. 
And it has the added bonus that people that have met you in person have a higher chance of being an engaged follower because they recognize you. They know who you are. So as you're growing, if you can have that personal connection with a number of your followers, it's only going to help with your engagement rate. So seriously, the next time you're at an event where you're meeting new people, challenge yourself to give out your Instagram handle at least five times. And then at the next event, aim for 10 and so on. The more often you end conversations with, we should find each other on Instagram, the more comfortable you will become with it. So challenge yourself, get out of your comfort zone and start converting those in-person professional connections to followers and online connections. So the third way and full disclosure, my favorite and personally most effective way that I have sent traffic to my profile and grown my Instagram following has been through a drum roll, please, YouTube. YouTube has been my primary platform for many years. It was my first internet love and is still the place that I spend most of my own content consumption time. If I'm looking for somewhere to waste a couple hours, YouTube is my place. I love it. I'm passionate about the platform and it's also where my biggest audience is. I'll let you in on a secret and I'll be honest, it might be something that you might find a little frustrating because this is the annoying part. It's not necessarily repeatable. But stick around because after I tell you my tale, I am going to offer a few tips and strategies that I know you can repeat with success. So that being said, here we go. The reason why I've been able to divert so much traffic from my YouTube channel and ultimately grow my Instagram a lot this past year is because of this. I make videos about Instagram. Particularly, I had one very successful video about Instagram that you might have seen called Instagram Story Hacks for Creators 2019. This video now has over a million views, and as it was growing rapidly, I received one comment that started to change the game for me. Someone asked, will you link your Instagram so we can see some of your tips in action? And I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do that sooner? Like, of course, if people want to follow me on Instagram, please go check it out. And so I created a pinned comment, which is basically just a comment that sticks to the top of the comment section on YouTube. It's really just like a secondary description box, the way a lot of people use it. And I said, check out my Instagram, instagram.com slash Katie Steckley. And that's when my account really started to grow, but it wasn't all at once or overnight. Over the course of a few months, I eventually reached where I am now, and with a combination of all of the strategies I've talked about in this episode, but it definitely was YouTube that was the biggest contributor to my success, particularly that big video that was about Instagram. So yes, it helped a lot that I make videos about Instagram, and people were interested to see my tips in action on my own profile. But that doesn't mean YouTube can't be a source of new followers for people with different niches than mine. So all that being said, here are three ways you can divert some of your YouTube traffic over to your Instagram profile, no matter what your videos are about. So for one, you can mention your Instagram handle in your videos. I actually do this in every video. I created an animated graphic with my username and I have it appear at the beginning of every video when I introduce myself. So that's a pretty subtle way to encourage people to check out your Instagram. It's just a visual cue. There are more obvious ways to do it too. For instance, you can actually just say, I'd love to have you over on my Instagram, go to at Katie Steckley. That's probably the easiest way. Another popular method for shouting out your Instagram in the content of your video is to make a little animation end card kind of deal that shows up at the end with maybe some of your photos and then prompts the viewer to go to your profile. I've made a few of these animated outros for clients in the past, and it's a fun way to end off your videos and give your viewers a tangible call to action, which is to go to your Instagram. 
So all of that falls under the category of number one, which is mention your Instagram handle in the content of your video, whether it's visually or you just saying it. The second strategy that you can use to drive traffic from your YouTube channel to your Instagram is tangible call to actions pinned in a comment. Like I mentioned before, the pinned comment thing. So now in the example that I mentioned, I said that I was prompted by a commenter to post my Instagram handle, and I basically just told people to go check it out. Well, there are definitely more effective ways to go about this. Instead of a generic check it out message, you could provide super straightforward instructions with a very clear outcome. For instance, you could say, go comment a heart emoji on my latest post and I'll check out your profile or send me a DM and I'll send you an inspirational message or insert whatever you offer here. Whatever it is that you can offer to provide value to your viewers, make it clear to them. Show them that there is a benefit to visiting your Instagram or commenting or whatever it is that you're looking for and people are much more likely to do it. Clear instructions, plus a clear outcome are exactly what people need in order to take action online. So give that to them. So in addition to making a plug for your Instagram in the content of your video, whether it's visual or through what you're saying, and providing a clear call to action in the pinned comment, the third way you can direct traffic from your YouTube channel to your Instagram profile is by linking it everywhere. So to start this one off, Here's a bit of a hack for you. You can actually link it from the cards in your YouTube video. Now, if you've been making videos for a while and you know the YouTube card system well, then you'll know that YouTube only technically allows you to link to an approved website. You've got to like add this HTML code to the header of your website, this whole deal, right? It has to be approved with your Google account. They do this on purpose because just like any other platform, they want to keep you on their site. They don't want you leaving for Instagram or anywhere else. But there is a way around this. You can use your approved website and create a 301 redirect link to your Instagram profile. Now wait, before I lose you, I promise it is not that complicated or super techy. If you use WordPress, you can download a plugin called Easy Redirects and then simply enter the URL you want people to type in or click on and then where you want that URL to send them. You can do the same thing in Squarespace. Simply go to settings, then advanced, then select URL mappings. From there, enter the URL that users will be requesting. So for example, katiesteckley.com slash insta is the one that I use. And then you enter a less than sign or like a right pointing arrow, followed by the link you want people to actually go to, which would be in this case, instagram.com slash katiesteckley. Then at the very end, you add a space and then 301 and save it. Now that you have that set up in your website, whether it's Squarespace, WordPress, whatever, you can go back to your YouTube studio and create a card to the request link. So katiesteckley.com slash Insta. Now, when users click on this card or the link in your end screen, they will automatically be redirected to your Instagram profile. But at the same time, YouTube allows you to use this link because it is through your approved website, which in my case is katiesteckley.com. So that's a great place to put your link where people can find it super easily. Other places you can drop your Instagram link include the description box, a classic, and in the social links on your channel page. Both of those are great places to capture new potential followers. Between Pinterest, networking in person, 
and YouTube, there are so many different places you can find new followers other than just the Instagram Explore page. I hope I've convinced you that if you just get a little bit creative, you can find new and innovative ways to grow your audience everywhere, even in places where you don't expect to do it. So that's going to be it for today's episode. As always, you can reach out to me if you have any questions about anything I talked about on today's show, and I can't wait to see how you grow. Before I dive into my outro, I need to give a very special thanks to my Creator Club Insider Launch Squad. Thank you all so much for your support and your willingness to take a chance on this show. I cannot say thank you more. So a big thank you goes to showme underscore zero waste, lanarausch.de, Elena Hartung, Tori Parmenter, Gabrielle Kisoy, Fashion with Haley, TC Crawford, Sarah Yates Photo, She Lives for Travel and Food, Maddie Styles, Shannis Creativity, Jordan Steckley, Star Wars underscore Cards, Leanne Rodriz, Amanda underscore Creek, Gio Sierra, Juanita dot Razia, The Adventures of Paul and Sue, By Felicia dot B, CF underscore Claire Fitness, Eliza H. Reed, Lena Forrestal, and Hannah Creative. You can find all of their links. Those are all their Instagram handles. Find them in the show notes linked. Go check out all of their profiles. They are awesome, supportive, creative folks. And again, thank you so much uh, for your support on this show. If you want to be a part of my creator club, you can go to katiesteckley.com slash club to join. Thank you so much for listening to this first ever episode. Let's roll the outro. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club Podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official Creator Club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out, and you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening, and as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams, and I'll catch you next week, Creator Club. Bye.